This podcast is powered by The Plug. Yo, you already know what it is. It's the Life is Dope podcast. Put some sauce on it. Award winning. Award winning. Hey. Podcast. I'm your host. <laughs> I know I'm, I'm getting little levels right. I'm like, uh, oh yeah, Dave's working on levels, but I am graffiti. And I'm Davey. And we're back in the building and we got a special guest pulling up on, on us in a minute. But uh, right now I'm just trying to recoup, man. It's my birthday. Last night we were celebrating at Temple Nightclub with DJ Envy. Shout out to DJ Envy. Yeah, shout out to Envy. Yeah, man. Shout out to everybody that pulled up. Um, shouts to Fake Wiz. <laughs> if you're man. in Denver, I know you know <laughs> Fake Wiz. Everybody was taking pictures with Fake Wiz, man. Uh, I hate to bust y'all bubble, but that was not Wiz. That was not Wiz. That was our guy, Fake Wiz. Shouts to him. Uh, yeah, man, a lot of people pulled up. We're going to talk about some of the other guests that pulled up once the other guest gets here. Yeah, shout out, but, to, um, shout out to it being your birthday. Thank you, bro. That's a good. Uh, that's a good thing to shout out. I still feel young mm-hmm. until I try to do young nigga shit. Mm. And it's like, man, yeah. I, I still like for ten years. I still do not know how to act when I go to the club. I'm like, uh, do I? Yeah. Just, do I just sit here? Yeah, man. Um, I feel really awkward about clubs. I'm just like, especially when we're just on the post up. Once I'm drunk, I don't know what I be doing. But everybody says I'm fun when I'm drunk. But when it's just in the meantime where you're just chilling at the club, like, what do you actually do? Yeah. I mean, that's why I need to be in VIP, not because I need to look important, but because I want to be antisocial yeah. in public. Want to sit down, basically. Yeah. but that's, that's all. And then also on top of that, like, what happens when you don't like the music? Mm. Like, not knocking the DJs, but, like, I just don't like a lot of the music right now, so... I wouldn't hear that anywhere but the club. So it's just like, mm. you kind of have to get drunk. I mean, you also have to probably go to the venue that has your mu- the music that you want to listen to. So, like, if you want to if you <laughs> want to like, Common. Nah, and- nigga. <laughs> <laughs> common. <laughs> I don't know about all that. Yeah, shout to Common, though. We, yeah. love, yeah, we love Common. Come through, Common. Shit. Um, What's going on in the world, bro? Man, I was, uh, I mean, once again, your, your birthday was quite the event. Man, you've, been, you've had some pretty dope birthdays. It's crazy. Didn't we have uh, Red Man and Method Man come through? Yeah, we had Red Man and Method Man. And the dope thing about these parties is every time we have somebody come through, they bring, like, everybody, everybody. else. Everybody. Yeah, because didn't they bring, like, Ghostface with them? Yeah, and Raekwon, and they came through with uh, Drummer Boy. It was a bunch of people that came through. I think Lil Yachty was in there. Yeah, shout out to uh, Maul. He just walked in. Word, word, word. Shouts to our guests, man. Well, we about to get our guests set up, and we about to punch back in in a second. Yeah, let's do it. Is steroid use ruining professional sports? Steroid? I think it's a good thing. Look what it's done to our baseball players. Roger Clemens, my man. He can throw a ball 380 miles an hour. Steroid. After 20 years? That's a bad motherfucker. I think there should be a whole new league where you can have all the steroids you want. Who cares if you grow another foot? You got three fucking feet? Run, motherfucker. I spent $700 for a basketball game. I don't see a motherfucker fly. Let them all have steroids. Boxing. I want to see somebody knock that motherfucker's head off. I want to see a hockey player eat the fucking puck. I'm going to tell you who needs some steroids. The soccer players. Three fucking hours. The score is one to one. Give him some steroids. I want to see the score 115 to, to 150. I'll pay to see some shit like that. But you need steroids. I'm going to get me some fucking steroids. I want to be able to bang, bang, bang a girl for about two years. Knock a motherfucker out. Boom, boom, boom. 
shooting to the people going over there in Iraq. Give them therapy. That should have been over. They had steroids. Let's go home. We done killed everybody. Come on. All right, back to business, back to business. I'm still Graffiti. What's up, y'all? I'm still Davey. Word, we got a special guest in the building. Man, every week we just keep leveling up. Yeah, man, this is this is really dope, though, so check it out. If you follow this show, if you follow us personally, you know we are big fans of the Joe Button Podcast. Absolutely. Um, you definitely know that uh, <laughs> we, we try to, we try to, how can I put it? We try to not emulate y'all, because right uh, now y'all are, y'all are setting the pace for this podcast game, podcast game, so we be like, that- damn. Definitely inspired by Joe and them did that. We can't. <laughs> we got to do it, but we can't do what they did. Right, but yeah, right. y'all, y'all are y'all are the setters right now. Yeah, you've Appreciate seen that. Yeah, you've seen him. Uh, one half of the Mixie Boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've seen him. Uh, CEO of Like Records. Hey, yeah. for sure. You probably have heard him on the Kanye track. Big Brother was Big's brother. <laughs> yeah. Give it up one time for Ma. Hey, appreciate y'all for having me, man. Appreciate y'all. Right off for of coming, bro. So how you feeling? How you feeling? I'm good, man. Happy to be in Denver. Uh, I haven't been in here. I haven't been to Denver in a lot of years, maybe 12 years. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm happy to be here. Word, word, word. Excited word. for the show tonight. Yeah, man. So tonight y'all out here at the Paramount mm-hmm. going live. Let's talk about that, man. So like I said uh, before, y'all are pretty much setting the pace for mm-hmm. the podcast. And this is like untapped territory. Yeah. Like I like to tell people we damn near like independent rappers out here mm-hmm. and we kind of watching y'all the rappers that's on now mm-hmm. like how do we move and so now podcasting is at a point where we like damn you could tour with this shit right so how's just that em- environment that atmosphere um is it's it different for you personally oh yeah i mean it i think I, we, we still can't get used to it yeah mm. i mean you know walking out on stage in front of two thousand people um to do a podcast it's right. still something that I can't believe is a real thing, and um, I mean grateful for it, humbled by it. Yeah. Um, but it's you know the podcasting world is still you know fairly new, and uh, people are now you know starting to catch on to it a little more. But um, yeah, man, it's 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 interesting to watch. Right. I mean, it's 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 it's, it's, it's amazing to see what consistency and hard work will do, and how it pays off, and um. We just enjoying it, man. We yeah. just enjoying it and enjoying hitting the road, meeting people, getting to see, put faces to the people that watch you and listen to you on a weekly basis, um, and just learning about different cultures in different cities, man. Right. I think that's the most important thing that uh, we're trying to do on the road is uh, we're trying to discover, you know, what the culture is in different cities. Like right. I, I know that there is a, a, a hip-hop, a strong hip-hop culture in Denver. Absolutely. And uh, I, I don't think the rest of the world knows that, though. Right. And, uh, you know, things like platforms like this will, mm-hmm. will help get that out there. And that's the beautiful thing about podcasts is that, you know, you can set up shop anywhere. Right. And kind of just, you know, tap into the to the world and, and, and give them a piece of your city and, you know, give your story and tell it from your lens. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? So I think that's the important thing of podcasting, man. It gives everybody... Uh, an opportunity to tell their story, right? And uh, you know, do it in an entertaining way, doing it in an informative way, mm. and um, you know, again, it's it's a it's a new it's a new baby, but it's growing, right? It's growing, right? It's interesting what you said about you know telling your story from your city and just giving the world a piece of your city. Um, I don't know if y'all see it from your end, mm-hmm. but we definitely out here just from this lens and being in this 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 podcast lane. It seems as if the East Coast got the content creation game on lock right now, mm-hmm. and it's it's. 
I won't say a struggle, but you spoke on this or you speak on it a lot on on the Joe Button podcast about how it's easier or harder to get on in this time. Mm-hmm. From a podcast perspective, it's a lot harder right now on the West mm-hmm. for us because it seems like, you know, whether it's y'all, whether it's the Bodega Boys, mm-hmm. whether it's Breakfast Club, mm-hmm. that market is just drawn to that. They already mm-hmm. know what the game is. They know what podcasting is. They're used to that. So we're trying to mm-hmm. break that in over here. Mm-hmm. So just from you, what are what are some, I don't want to say strategies, but just – as an up-and-coming podcaster, like, what are some things that we can do to kind of get out there more? Mm. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I, I look at it like this. You know, New, New York is, well, the East Coast, but particularly New York is the birthplace of hip-hop, mm-hmm. right? And um, so when hip-hop started, it, it was there, and then it grew, it spread. Right. And I think with podcasting and broadcasting and radio, it's kind of the same thing. The bigger markets have an advantage first, right? Like a, a New York or a California, and then it it spreads. Mm. And I think I just believe podcasting is going through that right now, right? Where it's like in certain markets, it's going to be received quicker because the market is so big. But eventually, it will spread, and you know, just like with music, just like right. with, with with anything, it different areas catch stride and they they take over after right. a while you know what i mean and i think podcasting is just it's just a a subdivision of music and you know culture hip hop um yeah so i I, th- I think that you know it's bigger markets have an advantage mm. but again you know the smaller markets is where you get the soul from right and where you get the uh, you know the, the real people from and um i think it yeah, it is spread it's, yeah. and it, and it is spreading you know i i listen to a lot of podcasts, people online send me their links for their shows, and some of them are good to listen to. Some of them are like, oh, I can't really listen to this right now because y'all still figuring it out. But that's okay, right? As long as you know people stay consistent. Like I tell people all the time, if you don't love doing this shit, don't do. It. Can I curse on you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, if you don't love doing this shit, then yeah, don't do it because it's gonna be days where you're gonna want to not do it. And you know what I mean? Like we, we was going through that same type of shit when we was starting out. We didn't want to. Uh, you know, we was days where we didn't want to record. You know right. what I mean? It was days where we was like, man, is this shit worth it? Yeah, I know how that feels. But um, yeah, especially when you're not getting paid for it, but you you know dedicating right. your time to it. Um, but again, it's you know, you just got to stay consistent, man, and 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 know what it is that you're trying to do, know what it is that you want to do, um, and have fun with this shit, man. This shit is like, what are we talking about here? You know what I mean? We right. sitting down kicking right. and having conversations about right. what we would normally be talking about amongst our crew, whatever. So it's like, you know, it's, you got to have fun with it, man. Like, I tell people all the time, don't don't get yourself worked up and take this too seriously. Have fun. Absolutely. This is all entertainment. This is all an opportunity to do something and have fun with it. And that's the most important part, man. Don't yeah. don't don't stress yourself out. Don't, you know, worry about how many listens or, you know, downloads you're getting. None of that matters. You right. Know what I mean, when you're having fun, and, you know, people will catch that and listening to it. They'll start having fun listening to you. Right. And right. I think that's the, that's one thing that people don't focus on enough is if y'all are having fun recording it, then the people that are listening will have fun listening to it. Facts. You know what I mean? Like, people want to sit down and have conversations and be, you know, you can have serious conversations, but it's like, listen, man, everybody is going through something where they just want to release sometimes. Right. And listen to something where they can kind of get away for a minute and, you know, learn something, but also have a good time. You know right. what I mean? And, and, and lighten up a little bit. So, definitely have fun with it, man. Have fun with this shit. 
Cool, Work. cool. I mean, we won't get too much into um, your history. I think that you know people can listen to like the countless interviews. But for the fans of Life Is Dope who don't necessarily know, so you are uh, Big's brother, your mm-hmm. hip hop's brother, mm-hmm. your Shalik's brother. Mm-hmm. Um, very important staples in hip hop and Rockefeller and. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you're talking about Jay-Z, you're talking about Kanye West's career. Right. Um, how does it feel now, coming from that family and that lineage, having your own platform and being in the spotlight? How does that feel for you? Um, it, it's, it's weird for me, man, because I've always been, uh, you know, in the background, in the cut. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you know, I never was a guy that, I mean, you know, in my city, I, I have my circle that I run with. And, you know, people know me around the city. But as far as, like, you know, just random, the world, like, strangers coming up to me and recognizing me now and wanting to have conversations, it's still kind of, like, different for me. It's an adjustment. But, you know, I understand it. And it's a, it's a lot easier. And I think, you know, people now are – they're more cool in their approach when they see me out. It's kind of like – it's not the awkward conversations anymore. Now it's, like, more of a cool thing. Um but yeah, it's, it's different, man. But um, I got a lot of support from my brothers, and you know, I I, I get game from them a lot, and mm. you know, I talk to them a lot. Like people, you know, it's funny. I I think Biggs is more outspoken and outgoing than I am now, and really it's the boring. craziest shit in the world <laughs> to me. Like to see him moving around and uh, smiling so much, because people used to always think he was like this, you know, mean, upset, yeah. serious individual, and I used to always laugh at that. Like, no, he's not. Like. But now people see that side of him where he's smiling and he's talking and he's having a good time. He's doing photo shoots and it's like, who is this guy now? You know what I mean? But for me, it's the same thing. And I think, you, you know, change is good. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, I learned that. I learned sometimes you got to step. You have to be comfortable not being comfortable. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? You got to step out of your comfort zone a lot in order to grow and expand and, uh, you know, push your push yourself in different ways and, and to open yourself up to different things. You know what I mean? So, right. It's um, it's fun, man. It's 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 new, but it's fun. You got a mall hive now, though. That's weird as fuck. For the love, yeah. of, for the love of mall. Yeah, that's that's watching that shit develop is crazy. It's like damn, like it, just listening to the show for all these years. Mm-hmm. It's like damn, mall, mall got a pocket now. It's and, crazy, and we see it, right? Yeah. yeah. So I mean, while you out here, damn, it's Selena or what's her name? We yeah, she's still on the loose. We're not talking about her. No, we, we just got to warn, bro. Oh. <laughs> if you come across a Selena. Just don't do it, bro. Who's that? Just, just, just don't do it. Oh, you probably already know. Um, like she was with the. Uh, I'm like, am I dry snitching? Nah, nigga. Everybody knows oh. TMZ. Oh, that shit oh out with, uh, with Offset when she was saying she was pregnant by Offset and. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah she's yeah, from yeah. here. Yeah. Oh, she's from here. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. She's yeah. sniper Russell. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we got a warning. Okay. Niggas lead a show and they end up on TMZ tomorrow. Nah, I, I don't. I move way too discreetly for I, that. That's what I was about you to say. I mean? Though, yeah. now that you got that high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, I'm, I'm chilling. I'm in the room by myself after the shows. Man. Word. Yeah. Word. And I think what's, I think what's also interesting about the, the mall brand and even you doing the master class and I think you bring a certain, um, street wisdom to the, to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Which is why I've been prepping for literally a month. <laughs> hey, this is how you know Dave is serious about this guest because nigga, we don't have no notes. And nigga, I, don't, yeah. I don't prep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we yeah, just yeah. be talking. Yeah. Let's but do. that's the dope part. Just kick yeah. it. And have a conversation. Yeah, so go ahead I and did, get it up, bro. So I did write down some topics that we could we could cover either of them. Okay. This nigga uh, got written topics. I have bro. written topics. You've changed. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, Change is good. See. Let's <laughs> yeah. see. Uh, topic. Uh, what would the world be like if men stopped approaching women? What would the world be like if men stopped approaching women? Mm-hmm. What do you mean, like, stop shooting shots? Like, stop. I mean, yeah, because when you think about the Me Too movement, when you think about, yeah. and, and granted, the Me Too movement isn't about not approaching women, mm-hmm. but it's about respect. The way you approach women. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. 
But if we if we take it to the extreme and if men stop approaching women, what would that be like? What would the dating scene be like if we had to wait for women to approach I, I think, all at us? I think violence would be at an <laughs> all time high. <laughs> like it'd be so many dudes out here that's you know upset and mad and you know it's. I wouldn't want to be a part of that world. I hope right. that happens way after I'm gone. Like I don't want to be a part of that world. <laughs> mm. Oh, and we're gonna be waiting forever if the women got to holler first. That actually women are actually getting more aggressive though. Yeah, they are. Like they're, they're getting more aggressive. Um. I think women. I think women want to be aggressive, but you know, sometimes it's because in conversation, men we 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 kind of give aggressive women a bad uh, stigma. Mm-hmm. You know, we 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 label them a certain way, and oh, she's she's a thotty, or yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. she's this, that, and the third. So women kind of pull back because they like, uh, I don't want him to think I'm like this, right? But I think naturally, if a woman sees a guy that she likes, I think she wants to at least smile or have a conversation. And then right, sometimes, right. you know. It, it, now I, I talk about it all the time. You, I, don't, I never can really tell anymore when a woman is flirting with me. Mm-hmm. Like I've had conversations with women for, you know, an entire night and never thought it was a flirting thing. And then right. I get home and then my DMs is like, "Yo, so you didn't want to like, you be like spend a night?" I'm like, "Wait, I didn't even think that was the vibe. Like, I thought right. we was all just chilling, kicking, and having a good time." But so you know, as a guy, you have to kind of be able to read that. And right, tell when right. a woman is flirting and, you know, when she's digging you. And, yeah. I mean, I mean, we grown. You know what I mean? Like, like a chick will smash you and still not like you. That's Oh, fact. absolutely. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. don't get me wrong. You you know when they want to smash. But yeah. I'm talking about, I mean, I've been out the game. But, <laughs> I, but I'm talking about just in general, like a chick, like, hey, I want to talk to you on mm-hmm. some, on a personal level type shit. Like, not just fucking. Yeah. Like, I don't. I don't see that too often with the people. I mean, I don't know how I it is out here, but in uh, in in New York, they 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 are pretty aggressive. Yeah, they're pretty aggressive. And women are more aggressive in the South. I've learned. Mm. Southern women are more aggressive, and they'll Maybe let you know straight is, up, bro. Because yeah. out here, they just be high and shit. You know? Yeah, they, it's yeah. everybody cool out here. Yeah, <laughs> everybody ain't back. nobody aggressive yeah. with that yeah. at all about anything. Yeah. Oh, speaking speaking of violence and what the world would be like. Oh shit, where this going? Has your uh, have you ever dealt with like? A chick trying to get you into a fight, like whether it was like your wife or your girl or something, and she was like, "Yo, he talked to me," or "Yo, he grabbed me," and then it's like, oh, yeah. and then it's like, it's it's like fifteen minutes later, so you don't have that same energy of like, yeah. like how long ago did it happen? Yeah. Oh, it was fifteen minutes ago. Yeah. Like I would look nuts trying to approach a dude. What do you do in that situation? Though? Yeah. I mean, f- me personally, I mean, I haven't been involved in a situation like that since I was, you know, like a young boy. Yeah. <clears throat> but I think as an older adult. I mean, I think you can kind of, you know, you can control environments that right. you walk in with a young, with a lady. Um, and it's all about, you know, just your demeanor. Yeah. I don't think that if I walk into a place with a with a woman, I don't think that uh, a guy is going to blatantly disrespect me or the lady I'm with. Like, it's right. all in how you carry yourself, I right. feel like. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you just got to walk with a certain demeanor and, you know, real res- real respect real. So, you mm. know, if you... If you're a real dude, and I don't mean you got to be a tough gangster to yeah, be yeah, real. Yeah. It just, it's a certain respect that you walk with, and, you know, you respect the people you're around, and I think they'll respect you. I mean, now, don't get it twisted. Sometimes you do have, you know, uh, just just dickheads that's right. know, out looking for some shit to start, but we handle that, we handle that accordingly. Though. Right. Yeah. Damn, I never thought about, like, that, like, bro's probably disrespecting your girl in front of you because you look like a weenie. Yeah. Mm, damn. Yeah. Like, look- people, like... It, guys know who to disrespect. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you know, it, it's I tell people all the time, like you know, when you see packs of dudes out and you with a, a female, you know, it's they know if they can disrespect you or not. Right? They can men, men can sense that amongst each other. It's a it's an unwritten thing right. that we have where we look at a guy, and we know like, nah, he ain't going for it. You right, know what I mean? Right. Versus, oh, he's soft. 
You know what I mean? So it's just it's just a certain certain respect that you walk with. That's all. Yeah, that's real. AKA, think it ain't on me. Right, right, <laughs> right. That's why I've never been disrespected. <laughs> <laughs> now that we putting it like that, yeah. Right. Like, like graffiti is literally like a hood nerd. Yeah, man. I don't know. You know what's funny though? What's that? that? Uh, we had my birthday party last night mm. at uh, at the club. Happy birthday! Thank you, brother. Uh, like I was walking, you know. First of all, whenever y'all see me walking around the club with the bottle, y'all gotta say, "Fam, relax, nigga." Yeah. I clearly, I'm not thinking no more. Right. <laughs> but, but, uh, but you look like you had it together, though. I was like, "Oh, he knows what he's doing." I always look like it to y'all, niggas. But no, nah, I was out of there. But I was walking around, and uh, and bro knocked. I had my bottle and I had my cup, and bro knocked my cup out my hand. Uh, and like everybody, like expected me to just hit him over the head with the fight bottle. the nigga or something. And I'm like, bro, like. Nah, the niggas just passed that. Man. You know what I mean? That, that, like, I think that era is over with, man. Nah, man, yeah, like cool out, bro. It's yeah, not that. Serious. It ain't. It's not that serious. It's not that serious yeah. at all. And then like I was trying to read his energy because usually that's what it is. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm gonna be cool. Yeah. But usually a nigga knock your drink down and be like, man, nigga. But he yeah, was, if it's like that, then it's different. Yeah, he was cool. He yeah. was like, oh shit, man, I get you another one. I'm yeah, like, nah, yeah, it's all good, yeah. bro. But everybody around me looked like, oh, oh yeah, it's finna happen. Nah, yeah. Man, Plus we, we was all there, so you know, yeah, we off that thought. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing would have went down, but yeah, we off that, bro. But I was terrified last night when uh, they played Nuck If You Buck, and there was this one dude that was there that was, like, really too excited that when Nuck If You Buck came on, like, yeah. smiling. No, yeah. it's always that one nigga, though. It took him back to that era. Like, not even not even <laughs> like, oh, this is my song, but, like, he was waiting for them to play it the whole yeah. night, kind yeah, of smiling. That was, that's so his era. I was like, yo, where's, where's the exit at? <laughs> and it's always that one nigga that be in your VIP that you don't know. <laughs> But you think your man knows him? Is everybody just oh, yeah, yeah. like, who is this? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's me. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> but shouts, man, that was a good party. Uh, Joe and Roy pulled up. So, oh yeah, who? or maybe they didn't. I don't know where they said they were supposed to be. But not nah, them niggas. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> niggas was in there. maybe maybe they weren't there. I don't know. It was a yeah, good maybe night. maybe they weren't. Maybe, maybe they were. I don't know. Yeah, yeah look alike is crazy. Oh, oh, they had the look alike uh, Wiz Khalifa there. Yeah, man. Shouts to fake Wiz. If you if you run into a nigga that look like Wiz today, it's not Wiz. It's not Wiz. But he looks identical to this nigga. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's his whole gig. Fake Wiz of Denver. Fake Wiz of Denver. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Fake Wiz of Denver. Man, but before we get back to your list, bro, I want to holler at you about your master class. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that a little bit. Just mm-hmm. what took you down that route? Um, uh, promoter that uh. You know, we we know from out in the uh, Dallas area, Smooth Vega. Shout out to Smooth Vega. He uh, he reached out to me, uh, and uh, he had the idea of doing it. And I didn't at the time when he had called me, I didn't think that that was a real thing. I'm like, what are you talking about? You know what I mean? Right. But um, yeah, he he we we went back and forth on a uh, on text and on the phone for about a month and um, set it up. And I was surprised at the response and how fast you know we were able to. Uh, fill up the event Yeah And um You know we end up having to do a second one Uh Later that day But um Yeah it was just something that um It was just a testament to You know people Out here now Wanting information And people wanting to get their shit together Right And people wanting to You know try different things Because I mean You know Essentially the world is in our palm now Yeah You know what I mean So in this era, if you can't create or try to create or, you know, you you want to be a, a, a owner um, of something, I don't know when you'll be able to do it. Like, the time is now. You right. know what I mean? We, you literally have the opportunities, the access, um, the reach. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, you may not have a bunch of followers on a social network, but that doesn't mean that you can't jump in certain lanes and, you know, people can't see your what you're doing. Right. 
it's still a way for you to market yourself and put yourself out there. And uh, I think that's the one, the one of the positive things I like about social media is the fact that it, it kind of forces people to develop a mindset of, you know, pushing something, promoting something, marketing mm-hmm. something, um, whatever it may be. You right. know what I mean? Even if it's complete bullshit, it's like people are in that mode and that thinking state of wanting to own something and wanting to build something now. Right. And I think, um, yeah, the master class was just something that, you know, I think people in the in the, uh the Fort Worth area in the Dallas area, they um they just wanted to come out and just get some information. Yeah. And, um you know what I mean, just try to figure figure out, you know, what they're trying to do and what they're trying to build. So it was a humbling thing, man. Like anytime people want to, you know, pay to come kick it with you and come talk to you and, and gain information. Right. Like I tell people all the time, I'm I'm just a regular dude from New York, like still, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's still very humbling for me for people to want to come out, kick it with me, talk with me on a personal level, uh, share their stories. Right. Um, you know, it, again, it's surreal, man. You know what I mean? It, because I know what, what we did with our platform is, you know, I don't, I think anybody can do it. Right, right, right. I don't think, I don't know. The only thing that separates us is, you know, who's willing to stick to it and who's willing to be consistent. And the days where you don't feel like doing this shit, you know, you still got to go through that. Yeah. That's really the only thing that separates people is, is is the consistency and because if you do anything consistently, you're gonna become pretty good at it. Fact. That's just I think that's human nature. Like right. if you sit here and you know spin this bottle around every day for a few hours, like yeah. you're gonna become really good at that. Right. You know I don't know if that'll be lucrative in your life. If that's <laughs> right. what, you know yeah, what I mean, yeah. but I ain't doing that. Shit, like yeah, I, most, <laughs> nah, I wouldn't be able to do it the way you do it. Is right. what I'm saying. So just consistency, man. You know what I mean? Like anything in life, you just got to be consistent at it and. um I think what helps with that is when you love what you're doing and yeah. you enjoy what you're doing. It's easy to be consistent when you like what you're doing. Like you see dudes that's super in shape. It's like, oh, he enjoys working out. Right. You right. know what I mean? So it's like to him, that's easy. You know what I mean? Because that's just a part of his life now. So he's good at working out. So he's going to look good. So if you continue to podcast and be consistent and, you know, look at the the landscape of what's going on and apply that to what you're doing, you're going to become pretty good at it, too. What I think is even amazing about the the podcast and the platform, like we talk a lot about black Twitter and how so many different publications use black Twitter as the de facto or they use that as a resource to get information and content from and and the black community doesn't really benefit from it. Mm -hmm. I think that the Joe Budden podcast is a great way of black Twitter, of monetizing black Twitter. Mm -hmm. And, And we're seeing now a lot of those black Twitter like, people uh, mm-hmm. we, we see them a lot more going from just making jokes on twitter to now okay i, I have a podcast mm-hmm. now or i have a show that, now those tweets are content really yeah yeah so yeah. how so how important is is ownership in, in that aspect and just from the aspect of of being able to monetize twitter in a way well you got to look at it man um you know with with the whole black twitter thing right i mean to me all it is is just again it's a it's an extension of our culture right yep. And um, like I always say, man, we we the coolest coach on the planet. And I don't care what it is, what you're trying to sell or what you're trying to push. You have to come through us. Right. You know what I mean? So you have to market to us. So when you see like a lot of these uh, corporations that have accounts on on Twitter, like uh, Wendy's or, you know, Pepsi, when they start tweeting things and they start using our verbiage and our slang, it's like exactly. you got to look at it like, okay. Like, you know what I mean? They watch it yeah. because they know that we are cool and that we, we, we're the most influential culture on the planet. How do we, how do we protect that? 
uh, by owning our own shit. Okay. Mm. You know what I mean? By owning our own shit and not being so quick to just... Because our culture, we're a very uh, open and welcoming culture. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, uh, like we just had with the with the dude, uh, oh, with the country Nas record. Yeah. yeah. You I see how they Nas were X. ready? They weren't, they weren't welcoming him in. They're like, nah, this isn't country. Right. You know what I mean? Like with rap, I don't think we've ever seen that in hip hop where we're like, nah, this ain't hip hop. Get out of here. Nah, we, like with the mumble rap thing, they tried that at first. Like, yo, this isn't rap, and this isn't. No. But it's like, no, it is. It's just a sub division of it. It's right. a different branch of it. Right. But essentially, it is hip hop. It is rap. You know what I mean? And I think, you know, it just shows, man. Like our culture is is dope, and I and I and I think that we're in the era now where we're starting to finally realize how influential we are, how strong we are. And um, people just trying to own their own shit, man. It's, it's very important. I don't care what it is. Just just own something. Right. You know what I mean? Say this is mine. And and I think it starts there. And then from there, you'll build and you'll start thinking on broader scales. And, you know, it just puts you in an entrepreneur's mindset. Like, I want to own something. I'm a business owner. Right. I'm a content owner. You know, it, it, even like you like you said, your tweets, that's your content. Mm-hmm. Those are your thoughts. Those are, that you know, that's something that you're putting out to the world and you're sharing with the world. So, again, it's just important for us to, to understand how important it is to own something. Right. You right, know what I mean? Right. And, and keep it within our community. Man, Maul got the knowledge, man. On the show, I, I, I tried, man. I, I, I heard you saying that you can uh, you could probably get off that, uh, that inspirational speaker bag. I mean... I, I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. I mean, it's you trying to take the master class on tour as well. Oh man, I, listen. If it happens, I, I, one thing I'm learning with this, I'm never closing the, my mind on anything. I'm, I'm always because if you would have told me that we would be going on a tour across the country and selling out almost three thousand seats, just talking, I would, I would, I would, I would be like, no. Yeah. Like I've spoken, to, I've spoken to actual. Well, Joe is a retired rapper, but I've spoken to. <laughs> artists that are currently still putting out music and their question is always how the fuck do y'all do that right because it's like with with with, with rappers and singers they they know what they're going to say when they get on the stage they're, right. they're gonna perform their records they're gonna you know do their set whatever whatever with us we're not scripted right, right. so right. like us we literally walk out on stage every night and it's different conversation yeah you know what i mean so a lot of it's like it's 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 really jaw-dropping for like rappers that i've spoken to and they're sitting there they're like yo i don't i don't even understand how y'all do that because you literally walk out there and it's like we don't know what we're gonna say right now we have different things that we want to touch on right and start conversations from but you still don't have a script we don't have lyrics we don't have conversation yeah you know what i'm saying so for it to be almost three thousand people looking at you and you really don't know what you're about to say (laughs) That scares some people. Like, what the fuck? Like, how do y'all even do that? And right. for us, it's like, bro, we've been doing, this is what we do. This is, you know, we sit down and we kick it and we have conversation. Like, a lot, of, and that, I think that's a lost art. Absolutely. People really don't know how to have conversations. And people don't really know how to just, you know, think. Right. You know what I mean? Like, people aren't, you know, it's, it's like thinking is a lost art because we have, you know, smartphones. The, yeah. the phones think for us. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't, I can't remember five phone numbers by heart anymore. Right. Like sometimes I forget my own phone number. Like I got to look at my phone when somebody asks me, I'm like, damn, I don't even remember. So we've lost the art of just thinking. Yeah. And I think that, you know, with platforms like this and conversation, it's, it's getting back to the essence of, you know, how it used to be because right. it starts with, anything starts with con- business, it starts with a conversation. You know what I mean? So I think podcasting is just like a, a, 
a peek into the mind of people. And I think that's what separates dope podcasts from not so dope podcasts when you have good thinkers and, and great conversationalists on, on the panel right. and the chemistry. Like right, you right. have to, you have people really have to fuck with each other. Like mm-hmm. you could put two people together that are popular and try to get some clicks just because you put their names yeah. on it. But yeah, that right. shit don't work. if there's no energy between the people and they don't really know each other and mesh, the conversation is going to be kind of like, oh, I'm cool. Right, right, right. And I know that's what works for our show just because, you know, we, we rose in real life. Right. But I we think that's yeah, what makes. Plus years. Yeah. Right. I think that's what makes longer than that. I think that's what makes Joe Budden podcast. My favorite show is just it feels like we're in on a conversation. With right. Just the homies. Right. And y'all are actually friends. Right. Yeah. And you, right. Can, you can feel that. So, like, I'm, I'm, I'm hyped to see y'all tonight live to mm-hmm. kind of experience that. From one, just from a podcaster trying to see how this live podcast shit works mm-hmm. and then just seeing that conversation in person right. and just getting that energy because people just want that energy. Right? Yeah. That's all. Yeah, because I think people relate to it. Yeah. Because they recognize it because at some point that, that was them. Yeah. They've been in a setting with their friends and, you know, they, they, they talk about certain things and it's like, oh, shit, they be thinking about that too. We, we talk the same way. We exactly. think about the same type of... So I think it's just a relatable thing. And yeah. um, again, I, it's still, like I said, it's a humbling thing, man. It's really humbling. Absolutely. Well, definitely. Well, hey, we know you got to uh, get ready to set up. Uh, we definitely don't want to keep you too long. Yeah. Uh, one last question. If there was anything, any sort of advice that you'd want to leave for uh, people that want to get into the podcast game or just even just, you know, just owning their own content, what kind of advice would you leave? Just that one knowledge nugget. Um, again, have a, have a goal. You know, set a, set, a, set a plan, set a goal. Have fun. You know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, you, you can't – this is entertainment. Right. You know what I mean? So you got to have fun with this. You can't you can't be so, you know, caught up in trying to be successful and be, you know, a good podcast or a good show. It's like have fun first. Mm. Everything else will work itself out. You know what I mean? So have fun. Um, try shit. Don't be afraid to try shit. Uh, yeah, it may seem like the weirdest shit in the world, but somebody might love it. Right. Um, and also just, you know, get to know your audience. Get to know who you're, you're targeting and who you who you want to speak to, right. because when you know who you want to speak to, you know what to say. Mm. You know what I mean? You know what to say once you know who you want to speak to. You know, what I mean? you're not going to have the same conversation with everybody. Right? You know what I mean? You got to know. Okay, we're talking to these people, and once you know that, conversation becomes easier. Uh, you'll start to you know produce more segments, different parts of the show, um, and ownership is just again, man. I, it's so important to just own something. Right. You know what I mean? I think it's people don't understand, like, when people say, yo, it's enough for everybody, it literally is enough Absolutely. for everybody. So, like, you can be a boss. He can be a boss. Like, again, you know, it was, I love this conversation. I saw somebody was like, yeah, when you go to a grocery store or something, it's all types of loaves of bread on the aisle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, different companies that make bread. It's like, why can't we think like that? Like yeah, you can make bread too. Yeah, I can make bread, and we can we can still exist in the same area. People still love bread. Somebody go, somebody <laughs> yeah. got to eat bread. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like there's enough for everybody, man. Just but again, owning your own shit and 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 having fun with what you're doing because right. at the end of the day, this is entertainment. You know, it's 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 supposed to be uh something that we enjoy. Yeah, and um, it's supposed to be something that you like. Again, when you lay down at night, you're supposed to just feel good and be having a good time, man. You ain't supposed to go to bed stressed out about a podcast. Or, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's the last thing you want to be stressed out about. It's like, damn, we didn't have a good podcast. Like, no. Mm-hmm. Have fun every day. I don't give a yeah. fuck what what you do. Have fun. And, again, own your own shit. 
Take, have fun and own your own shit. Have fun and own your own shit. That's right. So how can people follow you? How can people connect with you? Anything else you want to plug? Um, Next tour dates? Uh, we're in Austin tomorrow. Okay. Dallas Saturday. Houston on Sunday. I don't know when this airs. I don't know when y'all put this y'all about up. Y'all about to say they, uh, Tuesday. Yeah, that'll be double oh, next week? shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so it'll be over. So, <laughs> yeah. um... After that, we're going. We're in Atlanta May first, and then, then we're going to Florida. We're going to uh, Orlando, Tampa, and Miami. Dope. dope. After that, um, yeah, man, we'll we'll be announcing more dates. I, we, we're trying to get a few more a few more runs put together. Yeah. Um, you can follow me on Instagram M A L underscore by the way. You can follow me on Twitter M A L with three underscores. I'm trying to change all of that, but a lot of names are taken, and so that's becoming a pain. But um. I feel you. Yeah. yeah, man, follow the Joe Button Podcast on Spotify. Uh subscribe. Promo code Joe. Um Yeah, man. And just you know, follow me and just just keep an eye out for what I'm doing. Absolutely, man. And then before we wrap, you are in Denver. It's my birthday, but I come bearing gifts for you, brother. Okay. Hey. Appreciate that. And and we gotta pay these bills. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> I hear that. Yeah, yeah. So we got some uh we got some drove for you right there. That's that granddaddy perk. Okay. Yeah, I'm going. What else we got? We got some sour D's, OG Kush. Okay. Ooh. I know you. I know you cones ah. only, but maybe get his to, uh, to Parks man. or something, man. Shouts to Mez. We got the vape pen. We got that Mez Mellow that'll chill you out real, real. This is a vape pen, right? Okay. Disposable yes, vape pen. Yep. We got the vape and the cartridges. Oh, dope, Mez. Yep, yep. Look at the packages. See, this is just it's Brandon. Look at this. It just this looks sexy, right? Yeah. This looks like oh, this black owned. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we fucking with Mez only. Yeah, both of these are black on. Mez and Dro. Yeah. And we inside Tetra Lounge, which is black on. <laughs> See that? Look, owning yeah. some shit, right? Yeah. Right. We just talking about owning some shit. Y'all ain't cut a check yet, but I fuck with y'all, so. <laughs> <laughs> we got high grade TAC syrup. That is not for rookies at all. High yeah. grade. Cut the check, man. Yeah, man. If, if y'all really, really, really want to be very high, go yeah, ahead and get you a small check, dosage man. of that high grade scissor. We call it Green Lean. And other brands, your ad can go here right. on the Life is Dope podcast. <laughs> right, right. Shouts to Tree Hugger Nation. That's what you see me rocking that Tree Hugger right there. Um, yeah, bro. Uh, we told y'all like episode three. As soon as we start getting sponsors, we gonna <laughs> we gonna sell the fuck oh, out. Are we, are we selling out. Oh yeah, okay. listen, so, listen. Uh, so anything y'all sell see out. me in or y'all see on this table? Yeah. Absolutely, that I'm could a, be you. I'm gonna look like a NASCAR for real, man. For That's real, so, ain't nothing wrong with that. Follow at Life is Dope across the board. Um, check us out on Spotify. Check us out on iTunes, iHeartRadio. YouTube, check our IGTV. Like I told y'all, we was gonna get that shit popping. It's slowly getting popping, and we're getting there. But we need y'all to keep rocking with us for them exclusives on IGTV. Hey, yeah. once and, again, yeah, and we'll and we'll be back to life as though you know we're gonna take a quick break. Oh yeah, my bad. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm talking like we ended this shit, yeah. but yeah, <laughs> word. So let's make some notes, my man Maul. Appreciate hey. y'all for having me, man. Appreciate hey. y'all for real. Hey, word, word, word. Thank you, brother. Absolutely, we'll be back. Appreciate your time for real. Thank you, man. Thank you. Uh, thank that you was so dope. much. That was dope. 911. What's your emergency? Yeah, somebody's just broke into my house. Okay, we'll get a unit over shortly. Okay, please hurry. Real quick, can you verify your race for us? I'm black. No, I'm. I'm sorry. I'm white. I'm. I'm full white. Okay, can you answer a few questions just to confirm? Okay. Okay, how do you feel about Black Lives Matter? All lives matter. Nice. Did OJ do it? Yeah, he did it. Okay, who's the best boxer in the United States? Jake Paul. King of R&B. Justin Bieber. Okay, last question. Say ask. 
X. Oh, fuck. No. Hey. Oh, that was dope. And we back. Shouts to Maul, man. This I like how uh, our resume is just... Oh, are we lit? It's stacking, bro. It's stacking. And we're getting the conversations that people, like, need. You know what I mean? Like, we're not just going after, like, the super, superstars just to talk about their albums and shit. Like, our guests be giving us real gems. Yeah, that's real. Yeah, that absolutely. Apply. A lot of wisdom. Work, work, work. What else is going on, man? man <laughs> I don't know what's going on in the world. I literally have, like, I've been off of social media for a minute. I only reactivated my social media just to... Make sure we uh, promoted the um, yeah the thing the stuff, yeah. all the stuff we got to promote. But unplugging is underrated. It really is. Like it's so it's so it's so peaceful. It's it's underrated. My thing though, like I got no problem unplugging from Facebook. I, I can't not be on Twitter. Oh, I mean, it's, it's I feel like it's different on Twitter. Twitter doesn't seem to have the same addictive type of properties yeah. that like IG or Facebook has. Right, which is weird because I deleted my Twitter for like three years mm. and then got back on but i go to twitter for the the entertainment like the shit is just funny bro like yeah like twitter like i feel like whenever i tweet i'm just like yelling at the moon or something like, yeah, yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't even think people even right w- watch, watch me until they respond i didn't know people was even paying attention to my shit until they added the like button on twitter <laughs> i'm like two likes nigga yes yeah, something lit hey <laughs> i know i responded to like one comment that or one one post that went viral and i was like oh yeah, Why man. Why do I have like 500 notifications? That's the scary thing. Like, you ever just get a whole bunch of notifications and you're like, hold, hold up, wait. That was That's what I was about to say, bro. Did that I happened. Post, I post a nude or something? Right. Yeah. Did I accidentally <laughs> click the wrong button? Um, that happened to me twice within like a month. I posted something and Carlos Miller, shouts to Carlos Miller, he retweeted it. And I got back on my phone like hours later. My shit was just going off. And then a couple weeks ago, I, I mentioned uh, Meryl. From mm. Deuces and Real. And he retweeted it with like a LOL or some shit. Bro, I'm still getting people. <laughs> I'm like, stop. I can't see when people just talking to me no more because the notifications keep going off. Yeah, you can mute the notifications on I'm that. like, I yo, if that's how it feels to be a famous nigga for real, oh, oh, man. I don't know if I want to be that popping. Yeah, I just want to be rich. And you wonder why these niggas don't respond to you. Because like, <laughs> it's like 80,000 80, people are tweeting them at the same time. Yeah, man. And then you just take it personally like, dang, oh, <laughs> you ain't gonna respond to my tweet Yeah nigga You ain't gonna put me nigga. on Fuck your head nigga Come to my city Fuck your head nigga <laughs> <laughs> What uh, city is that Oh was that no. accent That was somewhere in the south <laughs> <laughs> Oh man You wanna talk about How awkward strip clothes are Oh uh, they are Yeah we yeah we were gonna talk About that earlier um, We found ourselves At the strip club Last night Shouts to uh, Squizzy and Cook Candy hey, shop shout Every out. Wednesday night Shout out Yeah, yeah. This, this one's free yeah, yeah right Niggas Hey Fuck your head nigga uh, <laughs> um, I, yeah, I don't, I don't be knowing what to do. Luckily, I was like super drunk. But when I'm not super drunk and I'm at the strip club, I don't really be knowing what to do. Yeah, it's like being at the strip club with a finite amount of money is like when they say finite. A finite. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> no, I just got a finite amount. It's it's also like taking a picture and not knowing what to do with your hands. Yeah, absolutely, and that's absolutely me. And like, I think we're I think we're both socially awkward. Yeah. So being socially awkward and then just staring at naked asshole in front of you, that's a, that's a odd combination. Yeah, this, this, I think this was like one of the few times that I've gone and they got like completely naked. Yeah, butt ass. And I was like, oh, that's a vagina. Yeah. 
Shouts to strippers though, because they're com- it, they're comforting. They make you feel good about yourself. Like, oh yeah, it's okay. You could just look at my asshole. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you like you sure? <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely used to looking at titties, but then once you like put your whole like yeah in in my the face. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to producer Julius. He's la- he wasn't there, but he was. He's laughing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you can't. You can't make that a sound effect, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's wild. That's wild. Um, oh shit. But yeah, I, I, there's still things like I'm trying to learn, like the the money throwing ratio, like like the 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 tempo in which you throw the money. Yeah, I'm still trying to get used to that. Y'all gonna judge me if I tell y'all that I never throw more than five bucks. <laughs> Every time I leave a strip club, I got hella money in my pocket because I just, I don't know, bro. I, Dang, I must be a trick because I threw 50. Nigga, I remember me and Jay Carey. Shouts to Jay Carey. And I wasn't even there that long. Well, last time we was at, uh, what was that, Diamond? I ain't going to say no more names. Too many free promos. We we was at one of these titty bars, and we was sitting at the table discussing business, you know. Mm-hmm. That's businessmen do. And, like, the chick was, like, pretty much... Standing on my head, I don't, like, I, don't know, I don't know what she was doing. And like we right here just having a conversation. I'm like, bro, what is she doing? So I, I gave her a dollar. I'm like, here. So you know, she go even harder. I'm like, all right, nigga, it's two dollars. I spent three, three, three dollars of my five dollar budget. Of course, uh, she left after that. But like, uh, I was going too hard. I got no problem being broke boy at the strip club. I, was, I am not I was, that nigga. I was throwing money trying to get their attention. Like, oh wait, wait, come back. Yeah, fuck all that. Fuck all Cause that Because I, I wasn't throwing the money fast enough I, I guess And she went to talk to the other dude I'm like well no way I, I have more money I was just like Stay here <laughs> <laughs> Stay <laughs> Please please stay Don't you, leave You belong here I'll <laughs> <laughs> be the creep dude <laughs> Whining and shit No don't leave Nah there was definitely a, a thick ass stripper there With braces Yeah And I'm like hmm Braces That's the one I didn't know that was a thing for me Yeah But I guess it is And it wasn't because she was butt ass <laughs> <laughs> that, that might have heightened it. Like the braces definitely topped it off. I'm like, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm sick. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm gross. <laughs> right. It's the braces. Yeah, that's a good dude, man. The braces is looking mighty fine today. I know, yeah. and it's like, dang, when, her teeth gonna be straight once you get them off. I'm be like, dang, what happened to the braces? <laughs> Dude, you, just, you gotta look at her titties, man. <laughs> toxic, toxic. What? Let's see. What? What else? What are the other things that? Happen in strip clubs. You know what one that gets me, man? Is oh, my bad. Let oh, me let me up. turn you up. Uh-oh. Go ahead. There the go. bathroom attendant. You ever get at the strip club? At the strip club, you know, homie be like, "Hey, you need some gum? Need some cologne?" You be like, "Yeah, bro, let me get a piece of gum." Yeah. You be like, "Damn, why did I say that? I'm yeah, drunk." Yeah, the nigga. <laughs> now you gotta pay this nigga five dollars for the last dollar out of my five dollar budget. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The most expensive gum in the right <laughs> man in the world. Strip clubs in general are a scam, man. Like they hustle. Like man, I paid twenty dollars and hadn't seen nobody naked yet. I'm like, bro, I paid to valet my own car. Mm. Mm. Yeah, you was bugging for that. <laughs> yeah. Dude was like, oh yeah, it's five bucks. I'm like, I parked my own car. Yeah, yeah, you bugging. I bro. parked it. <laughs> you was bugging for that. <laughs> and then you got to pay to get in. I'm like, I ain't seen the ass yet. Yeah. And then after that, it's like going to a buffet, and then paying to park, and then mm. paying to get in. And then you also paying to eat, but like all also all the food isn't out there yet. Right. So so maybe like for five minutes you might have like some some chicken, some mashed potatoes, macaroni, and then you're like, cool, I, I paid to eat that. Yeah, Wait for the pizza to warm up. And then like in ten minutes, you're like, oh shit, they had hot wings and French fries. Right. 
Right. The and, and then there's like a waiter walking around with steak. And you're like, oh, they got steak here too? I'm like, can I get some of that steak? And then the waiter's like, mm. And just keep walking. I'm like, I got money. I got money. I can't get steak. Oh, man. Strip clubs are the buffets of oh, the uh, the sex industry. Oh, man. And then, and then there's just niggas there just standing around looking at the food. Well, see, not eating. Yeah, that's the thing, bro. Like, that's what I mean. Like, I'm not the stand around awkward. I, I, I might be awkward, but like the aggressive stand around niggas, they just be me mugging as a strip club. I don't get that shit. Mm. Like, why are you so aggressive in this nakedness in here? And I think that's why it's also been awkward for me at strip clubs because I've obviously, uh, you know, I've had relations yeah. with 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 women. So uh, <laughs> wait, what? So at the strip club? No, not at the strip club. <laughs> I mean, like, like just like relationships in my life. Oh, okay. So like, once you just start having sex and you just see women naked, like just normal normal situations, like for free. Yeah. And, well, see, that's my thing. And too. then it's weird when like because they dancing on you and you're like, oh, I can't touch them, so I just sit here. That's what I'm saying. It's what like I what do are with my you hands supposed to do for real? Like because like if a chick grinding on me, like I'm see? gonna wanna <laughs> Harvey Weinstein it up a little bit. <laughs> Or, or See, not. that's the thing, though. Outside of here, you can't do that. Like, you go to Houston. I was about to say, is that a Denver Atlanta, thing? Atlanta, that's a Denver thing. Uh, you can do what you want out there, and that's why guys. I'll say, they got oh, BYOB. I'll say, do what you want. Well, yeah, ooh, <laughs> that's problematic. That's you know what? I think maybe the <laughs> yeah, etiquette. Maybe the I'll, etiquette I'll, is. Oh, that's the right choice. Yeah, that's, pause. It's up to it's up it's up to the stripper. I would say some might be comfortable. Like, yeah, go ahead, put the G string, uh, put the dollar in my G string, whatever. May I? And then some are like, no, just. Drop the dollar. Don't don't touch me. Yeah. Right. See. So, yeah. We gotta we gotta move around. We gotta do a strip club tour because out here etiquette. is this toxic. If Very it is, bro, <laughs> I'm still partially drunk. So just blame, <laughs> blame the Hennessy. But uh, yeah, man. I don't know. Out here, it's like they not really. And shouts to the ones that are because there are some some dope strippers out here. I'm gonna say y'all name, but um, they're not really busting in moves like that. So a lot of strippers kind of just doing a little shimmy, just like the same, shoulder roll. Yeah, the same shit you see on Instagram every five seconds. It's like you ain't doing nothing special, so it don't make you want to spend no bread. Mm. But then, like you said, that's my thing about strip clubs, man. And, and I am married, by the way, guys. Like you can't just be lap dancing and like, nigga, like I'm trying to smash. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> like I got these thick ass jeans on. Yeah. I can't even feel nothing. Yeah, what did you do it? And then by the end of like half. The first song on the intro, she's like seventy five dollars and thirty six cents. <laughs> the fuck? Let me go to the ATM. <laughs> Did you run in a big security guard trip? Yeah, bad experiences, bro. Yeah, I definitely ran. I, like, <laughs> bad experiences, bro. Like I definitely ran out of ones, but I still had money, and her ass was already in my face. So I was like, "Here's twenty. <laughs> no, I remember. I remember the first time I went, man. And I was uh, like, "Dang, that's one." One whole 20 just gone. Right. Well, I turned 18. I was at a strip club, and I didn't really know how the lap dance process works. Mm. Yeah, that's the other thing. Okay, yeah. go ahead. But no, I went back there and got a dance, right? And uh, they played the song, whatever she did it. So I'm like, yeah, this shit is cool. She's like, would you like another dance? I'm like, yeah, I would like another dance. Keep <laughs> right. going. Bro, my song three, she's like, all right. And she said, like, some outlandish amount. $500. And then you could just picture, I'm like, wait, what? First of all, she played herself by asking for the money after. Yo, I was like, but I, I paid to get in here. I, <laughs> I thought this was part of the experience. I don't know. You thought it was unlimited play? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I got my game pass. I didn't know I need tokens for this shit. But, uh, oh, man. so I, I had to play the whole, let me check my ATM shit. I went, 
with an ATM, like checking my balance and all this shit, knowing damn well it ain't in there. <laughs> so like I'm hitting my niggas like, bro, like what y'all got on you? Hey, niggas hey, like you're I supposed need, to pay, bro. I need five hundred dollars. Yeah, bro, I, I, I need like five fifty. <laughs> 550 Niggas is cracking up I'm thinking I'm gonna have to Wash dishes at a strip club Or some shit <laughs> Think I gotta sweep up After these hoes or something That's right. stupid I don't I still don't even know How I finessed that Damn I forgot what happened But I made it out of there but Hey I got you next time Or something I don't know I think she was Like she knew I was new to the game Or something She just took that as a L But That shit was crazy From that moment on I was like Nigga Fuck strip clubs I end up there on birthdays That's it But yeah what else is going on besides titty bars, bro? <laughs> and that's kind of my life right now. Yeah, that was nah, it. Um, other than that, uh, yeah, we're going to the uh, Joe Budden podcast tonight, which by the yeah. time you hear this, uh, the niggas will be in like, it was lit. Hey, yeah. hey, it was lit. Yeah. Bro, people is touring on podcasts. Right? That shit is wild, fam. They getting deals on podcasts. Inspiration. Hey, we've gotten a couple bags. Shout out to affiliates. Yeah, man. Y'all ever think about the fact that we be like going gold, damn near platinum mm-hmm. every week? Mm. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. I never never thought about that. Not like that. Nah. Like if we was rappers, we'd be shitting on other rappers in our lane. But I think that's also kind of the that that's one of the the, the things that makes it unique because and same with like stand up comedy. Yeah, because. With like a rapper going on tour, you can perform the hits. Mm-hmm. You can perform. You're performing like the same song every city that you go. Yeah. Um, however, with like podcasts or stand up comedy or something where, you know, you you have to constantly think of new content for. Mm-hmm. You know, when you go on when you go on tour, it's it's like a new it's like a, a new bit every night. Right. Right. And like what Maul said, I don't think people realize how hard that is. I mean, it's easy to have a conversation. Right. But to entertain a crowd on spot, man, I had to deal with that shit last night when I was hosting the beat battle. Mm. Like to just get up and just mm. go, yeah, you know, without knowing what you're gonna do. Nah, it was hilarious. I was like, oh, this nigga drunk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. You, you know, you know, I knew I was drunk when I started to talk to niggas. Like the mic wasn't on. <laughs> like I, I was up there hosting, and like the feedback kept coming from the the speaker because the DJ kept turning it up too loud. So I'm Wait. talking to this nigga like, bro, like relax. Wait, you was drunk then? Oh yeah. Oh man. Oh, that was a long. Well, night. I was. I wasn't drunk you was at there. that point. I was getting there. That's Not when, because when I walked in, you know, it's my birthday, because so everybody kept giving me drinks. At that point, I was just having drinks. Right. But then once that Henny hit the table, mm. I could tell you the process, bro. The Henny hit the table. So first of all, our whole section, it was somebody's birthday over there. So mm. everybody was drinking. Henny hit the table. I told my wife, I don't want Henny. But she gave me Henny. Because <laughs> <laughs> fuck what I be talking about. The Henny hits the table. We doing shots. We pour everybody a shot. They give me two shots. Mm. So I'm like, cool. I got a champion this shit. It's my birthday. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Right. Put them shits down. She had me two more, which is why I have those four shot glasses. I'm like, fuck it. I'm a champion these shits. And then I'm cooling. I'm water after this. Then uh, Foe, shouts to Foe, he walks by. Oh, yeah. And it's, yeah, shout to Foe. It's turning midnight. So it's, he's like, oh, it's your actual birthday. Have a shot with me. Put the nigga shot. I had the bottle while I poured him the shot. And they like, drink out the bottle. Bow, bow. Shot the nigga. <laughs> shot the nigga. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> Needless to say, after that, didn't nobody want no more out the bottle. And so the bottle had to go somewhere. Start pour, pouring it in chicks' mouths. I still feel that shit in my soul, bro. 
Well, see, that's what I started walking around the club with the bottle. Like, I'm like, hey, everybody, it's me. I'm cool. I got the bottle. <laughs> I'm really, uh, you know, like, bottle man. I was really just trying to get, get, get that shit off. Like, you know, like, y'all thirsty here, nigga. I don't want to drink this shit. Well, nobody taking that shit. I, I think I poured Doobie like a quadruple shot. And he took his. Or maybe not. Maybe Doobie wasn't there. I don't know. Maybe it was a Doobie lookalike. <laughs> Nobody was supposed to be there. <laughs> I'm telling all niggas. Everybody on blast. My bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nigga, everybody was there. Fuck that shit. Okay. Everybody but Envy. Um, <laughs> yeah. Damn, somebody get robbed? It's gentrified, but it's still the trap. Um, but yeah, bro. So needless to say, they made me finish the bottle, and I still feel that shit sitting in the middle of my sternum. Dave, is that your car? No, nope. that's nah, not my car. Let me see. Listeners, you see how real this shit is? You know, we, and, I mean, even though it's like white people here, it's still the hood. <laughs> kind of. No. Ain't my shit either. <laughs> I just turned my shit on. Yeah, I don't think the Mercedes horn sounds like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my Lambo. Yeah, the Bentley, the Bentley alarm don't sound like my that. My Lambo horn is a little quieter. I, yeah, I think the Bentley alarm just calls the police. <laughs> well, anywho. My scooter quiet, nigga. <laughs> Your scooter. <laughs> Hey man, everybody out here got scooters. This uh, shit is weird. Scooters is a problem, bro. I almost killed somebody today. Oh, the scooters? Them damn scooters, man. Like, man. They need a blinker or something on them damn You talking about the little gentrified ones? Yeah, you already yeah. know. Shout out to anybody that don't know what we're talking about, but out here in Denver, I don't know if they got them in other cities, but we got like these little green push scooters yeah. that all the white people get around downtown. It's fucking stupid. Man, and I'm like, yo, because I was on the way up here and I'm like, yo, it is packed. Bro, niggas, for nothing though. Niggas is not at work. No, niggas is at work. <laughs> <laughs> we we working. Yeah, we at work. Yeah, niggas is working. That's for sure. Uh, but the people we working for ain't. They just out here just walking around and not fucking doing anything. I'm like yo, it's nasty. Like yo, niggas out here. Like, I don't get it though, bro. Uh, Cause then you PM, go inside of an establishment just, and ain't nobody in that motherfucker. One p.m. No. during the week, just on scooters. Yeah, that's the life, bro. I'm like, what? Did, that's that's I can all say to own some shit. Yeah. When you own some shit, you yeah. can just be walking around. Because, bro, like, ain't nobody in here, ain't nobody next door. But there's nowhere to park around this motherfucker. Nowhere to park, and everybody's just walking outside, enjoying like, the weather. Everyone, just, <laughs> they just drove down here to just walk around. Yeah, and, and take pictures and of shit. Like every time I walk around, it's like twelve white girls taking pictures of something. Like I don't get it, man. On lunch, Privileges. how long is your damn lunch break? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, damn. He's like, it's work when I want. Yeah. Like, all right, nigga. Yeah. All right. So the moral of the story: own stuff. Yeah, man. Um, what else we got? I feel like so much has happened. However, it has, but at the same time, it hasn't. Like, um, of course, R.I.P. Nip. Yeah, R.I.P. Nip. Yeah, yeah we like, haven't recorded since then. I'm like, yeah, we haven't. Um. Yeah, man. Crazy white terrorists. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that happened. Do we want to talk about it? Florida, Florida woman. <laughs> Listen, man. So, Colorado is always in the news for some wild shit. And we all know Florida is fucking crazy. So, you cannot have somebody from crazy from Florida coming to Colorado. That's a bad combination. Yeah, yeah, that's a fuck. terrible combination. <laughs> so, for y'all that don't know, <clears throat> what was this shit yesterday? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or when you're hearing it last last week, last week um, they pretty much shut down every school in Denver, or shit. It was beyond Denver too, some surrounding cities, metro area, because uh, apparently this chick came from Florida. She came to Denver. We'll call her crazy white lady. Crazy white lady came from Florida to Denver. She was infatuated with 
the Columbine shooting. She had the tattoos on her. I guess she like studied the shit. They say she's 18, but she was most definitely like 46. Um, First of all, you're a nasty tattoo artist if you just right. Like, yeah, like you're gonna really, but yeah. And, and not at least like tip off the police like, hey, I just did this chick's tattoo. And yeah, she, she bugging. Keep an eye on her. <laughs> she bugging. Yeah, but anyway, she came to Denver and I guess uh, she made some credible threats. And so they shut all the schools down just to keep the kids safe. We appreciate that. Absolutely. Um, she just seemed weird to me, though, bro. They found they said they found her. Or they captured her. They captured her. She was deceased. She blasted herself. With the gun that she had purchased when she got out here, which is weird, because yeah. she's 18 and she purchased a gun out a Mossberg pump out here by herself. She they found her up at by uh what was it Mount Evans? Yep. Uh, yeah, yep. but she was just getting around the city like with her Mossberg pump, and she's 18, she and they found her. She killed herself after threatening schools. I don't know, man. I wonder what that Uber ride was like. That's right. what I'll be thinking about. Like when a chick just gets into your Uber with a shotgun and camo pants. Yeah, right. You're like, oh, where yeah. are we going? She's like the mountains. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Why well, you had to look like that, bro? <laughs> oh, shit. Right. Yeah, uh, I don't the, know. The mountains. <laughs> you have so much mountains. Like, yeah, all the mountains. You're just like, all right, just take me to one. I-70 West. And one. they found her naked and dead. I don't know why that's odd to me. Like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. you got to be on some meth meth to, if this shit is really what they say it is. But, like, it's like, oh, you smoking crack crack? Right. And, like, you know, I'm glad nothing happened. That's number one. I'm glad nobody got hurt. Absolutely. But. And we started that family lost a kid. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But I was going to get to that. Like, she got family out here? Or, like, why? I know she's obsessed with Columbine or whatever, but, like, you wasn't about to come out here and just go back to Columbine. You know what I mean? Like, what? You know, I It's don't, just so many holes in this story. I don't try to decipher crazy. Yeah, and I don't want to decipher it, man, but, like, it was like, things, we got the, we got the that, notification as they were locking, like, we were picking our, my kids up. Right. And they wouldn't let the kids out because they got the threats at the time of, you know, when the school bell rang. It was, like, 3.30, and all the parents is outside. Like, what the hell's going on? And we couldn't get the kids and so we don't know what's going on at the time the teachers don't know what's going on so I, I gotta rely on the news to kind of tell me what's going on and they still ain't really saying shit like you just saying a credible threat like I I don't know what that means like did she call and say it was a bomb threat like nigga right. when it's that magnitude you kind of gotta just say what the fuck is going on like just deranged woman comes to Denver with the shotgun and tattoos and not doing it for me just on some other shit though like side note yeah take a step back like what kind of precedent is that that the FBI can say that you're a credible threat and yeah. they just shut down the entire city? Yeah. I thought that was kind of crazy. You think it was a, a training? I don't know, man. I ain't going that far. Yeah, like, I, don't, I, I really don't want to dig in the bag, but it's just so many unanswered questions, it's hard not to. That's cool. I'm scary, too. Yeah. Yeah, not, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And these niggas is listening, but, but no, like, it just seemed weird. And then the FBI tweeted, like, um, what they said There's no more threat To community She's been apprehended Like the fuck kind of tweet is that <laughs> Fuck you mean Ain't no more threats To community Y'all niggas is the threat To the community <laughs> <laughs> Say no broad shit Like that man, Everything's fine Yeah man Nothing to see here guys We just shut the whole city down And she's dead now Keep it moving Like nah nigga What else happened but, Oh it's good Yeah Yeah nah <laughs> Well only time will tell Only time will tell What else is going on man Fuck crazy people It's playoffs man Hell oh, yeah. yeah Shout out to the, yeah. the Nuggets 
Shouts to the Nuggets. Shouts to our guy G Harris. Shouts to the Blue Arrow out there getting it in. Hey, we getting out the first round. I don't care. I'm still kind of pissed about losing game one at home. That's supposed to be a no-brainer. But (sighs) Nuggets, I really don't want them to break my heart, man. I think it's a big game tonight when it's going to be Harris. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know, bro. We can't keep waiting until three minutes left in the fourth quarter to become a good basketball team. (laughs) That shit is killing me. But I don't know. We're not a sports podcast. But I think that they're <laughs> <laughs> I was about to get in debt with this shit. It's like, yeah, that's our uh, our sports uh, sports page. <laughs> <laughs> Next chapter. Uh, what else is going on? Uh, oh, uh, Notre Dame. Oh yeah, the church is burning. Yeah. How we feel? Black church is burning too. Yeah. Oh, black churches are burning too. We lost three. Yeah, man. Here in Denver. Nah, Louisiana. Oh, Louisiana. Yeah. It was a sheriff's son, too, that yeah, did it. That's what's like, to... And they trying to blame it on, like, black metal music. Yeah. Black metal music? No, not, like, black people, but, like, black. Oh, I was about like... to say, the fuck? Uzi Vert ain't even dropping no music. That's <laughs> 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 you know, like, Gary Clark? Yeah, man. I mean, no. I black hearts don't make music no man, more. A nigga burning down a church because he listened to Lil Uzi Vert is... Wow. Now I do it, I was. <laughs> Hell, I do it. I what? Hit the shoulder. Oh yeah, that's wild. It's gas spilling everywhere. <laughs> oh, my friends are dead. Oh, too far, too far. Oh. Did, pe- did people die or just the church got burned? No, it was just church got burned. Okay, yeah, never. Not too far there. Yeah, I don't know, bro. I don't know. I mean, we already know. Listen, no, we know. We need a superhero. Listen, if it's a sheriff's son, and he's just like, oh no, well, you know, uh, Call of Duty. Yeah, right. <laughs> the video games are getting really violent. Like, no. Backwoods, Louisiana, like, too. You can take VRs at a whole next level. Listen, y'all are racist and yeah. have hate in your hearts. I don't think we can call it racist no more, bro. They're terrorists. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I was a terrorist. Actor. How come they wasn't calling a girl that came out here a terrorist? Mm-hmm. Like, wouldn't that be terrorist threats if it causes you to shut the city down? Mm-hmm. If they was Muhammad, it would have been. Mm-hmm. Talk no. to him. Mm-hmm. Teach these devils. Mm-hmm. We supposed to say that name on podcast? Say Ali after. I feel like if you say, like, I feel like, I feel like if you say, relax. I feel like you. No, I feel like uh, I see this shit on South Park. I feel like if you say or draw Muhammad or something like that, like it's like. No, I think you just can't. No, I think you just can't. I think you just can't have like a published, like like a physical. You can't. Like draw them or have any sort of physical mm. depiction of nigga. That's juice. I I can't wait to just have that much juice. From like y'all niggas can't fucking draw me. You can't put me on nothing or your world is gonna like what happens. Your world ends. Like what happens? I, I don't know because nobody has done it. I don't want to find out. Yeah, I guess not. That's juice. But then also that's like Jay Prince, nigga. Like <laughs> see how everybody got scared. <laughs> See how I got scared? I didn't get scared. I was just like, what? Just how you just strike fear by like the mention of your name. No, I, I was thinking I was thinking more along the lines of Put like some respect on it. I, I think when you think about like Christianity, you know, one of the um uh one of the commandments was like thou shalt not have any make like make any graven images. Mm. So I don't even think I don't even think we're supposed to even like have images of what we think why Jesus? God is yeah. in Christianity either. Mm. That's why that picture yeah. of God is fake. That's a what's his name? Jose Chavez. The I forget the dude's name. That's the white Jesus picture that everybody. Oh, his grandma got. <laughs> no, it was definitely like no, nah, not Caesar Chavez, but uh, like Caesar something. 
Yeah. Or Chavez something. It was something Chavez, though. Yeah. I'm not even tripping. Y'all can go ahead and look that up. <laughs> but, yeah. That's right. Expand your mind. Yeah, man. Elevate your mind, Damn, Craig. I was looked up while we talking about pictures of Jesus, but I'm going to leave that one alone. Mm, oh. <laughs> oh. Jump into that with Jermaine Dupree? I don't know, man. I'm just saying know. we got that picture of Nipsey looking at us. I mean, kind of look like the description of Jesus to me. But mm. y'all was on Jermaine Dupree's ass for that. Yeah, it was. Kind of kind of ruthlessly. I mean, you know, but, no graven, but, you know, you're not supposed to make any graven images. That's right. Yeah. But we all guys, people. Absolutely. Anyways. Moving along. Especially black people. <laughs> I know listeners like, niggas, what are y'all doing? <laughs> y'all already talked to them all. Hey, we all over. <laughs> Graffiti, you're clearly drunk. What are y'all doing? We're all over the place. Yeah, man. I don't know. Anything else we want to put out there? Life is dope. Shot. Keep rocking with us, man. Like we really appreciate y'all. For the summer, we about to get y'all right with this clothing too. So definitely pay attention to that. Yeah, and shout out to Tetra. Definitely yeah. make your way up here if you uh, if you do consume. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're consuming your Mez brand, mm-hmm. you can bring it up here to Tetra, thirty thirty nine Walnut Street. Absolutely. And if you don't like vaping and you want some flour, go ahead and consume Nadro since they sponsored today's episode. Hey. But also make sure that you are 21 and up and make sure that you do have a uh, membership with Tetra as well. He got the man's voice, bro. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you about to be on that DIA train, bro. I with know that, that voice. Yeah. I know they over here hot boxing in here. I just feel I just feel peaceful. I know, man. It's just something about if you're listening and you you don't live in Denver. It's like the aroma. Like it's true. It, we're just calm here. Like I know the news is crazy, but that ain't us. That's them crackers. <laughs> <laughs> But not the ones that be smoking. Those ones are cool. They be chilling. But yeah, man. I don't know. Life is dope podcast. Yeah, straight up. Uh, yeah, we're yeah, we're gonna get out of here because we <laughs> want to go see the Joe Budden podcast live. Uh, make sure that you uh, subscribe to them on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Make sure. Uh, shout out to Mall again. Yeah, shout out to Mall again. Um, subscribe on YouTube. Or do we have sleepers? <laughs> Listen, what is, what is pop? <laughs> <laughs> Relax. <laughs> Life is so fun, guys. I'm Graffiti. And I'm Davey. Skirt. We out. This is Sarah Hubbard, host of You and Me Kid, a podcast about starting and raising a family on your own. We just launched season two, and I'm speaking with single moms, those still considering, and experts in relevant fields to give you a real sense of what the day-to-day experience of solo parenting looks and feels like. Plus, this season, I've partnered with California Cryobank, the number one sperm bank in the U.S. So wherever you are in the process, this podcast provides some support, humor, and helpful information. Listen to You and Me Kid wherever you get your podcasts.